Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. FNTSY Radio ish fantasy sports team. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844 843 6879 to join Fantasy Sports Network. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. News update. In Major League Baseball, 12 games on tap Friday night. The dog days of summer are here. The Yankees have a seven-game lead over the Tampa Bay Rays in the AL East. The Twins three up on the Indians in the Central. Astros eight games up on the Athletics out West. In the National League, the Braves are up seven games on the Nats and Phillies. The Cardinals have a one-game lead over the Cubs, two ahead of the Brewers. And the Dodgers are 16 games up on the San Francisco Giants out West. Rangers manager Chris Woodward expects Jose Leclerc to get a chance to close again for the team perhaps as soon as Friday. This comes after the trade deadline. The Ben Zobris watches on for the Chicago Cubs. He is in low A South Bend. They'll reevaluate him on Monday or Tuesday. Zobris has been away from the team for three months dealing with off the field issues. I'm Dan Strapper and this has been your Fantasy Sports Radio Network News Update. Stay tuned to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network for more updates at the top of every hour. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's hour number two of Fantasy Sports today. This hour, we'll talk a little football as the college football season is coming up. John Lobb is going to join us, and we'll talk about some of the players in the upcoming Fantasy Sports Today Best Ball Draft one week from today here on our show. Looking forward to that. Also, Adam Ronis will join us. Flex Leagues is up for today. The latest news and notes going on in fantasy both football and baseball in this hour. Fantasy Sports Today, Hour 2 starts now. I'd like to talk a little bit about sports. Fantasy Sports Today. Well hit down the left field. Way back and... Oh! Unbelievable! Touchdown for three! Puts it in! Shane Green to the Braves. When I read columns on people talking about fantasy, they're missing a very big point here. The Detroit Tigers... Won one home game in all of July. One. They only won a handful of games in the entire month. The Braves are going to win more games in the next two months than the Tigers have won all year. It's a fact. And Green is going to get way more opportunities in Atlanta than he even came close to in Detroit. And by the way, he's pitching great. So I think he gets a monster boost going from the Tigers to the Braves. And I think he probably gets save opportunities virtually four or five times a week with them, for sure. Hey, Craig Mish here with you as we got you for the next hour on this Friday, and good to be with you here. Hopefully you enjoyed. We had a fun hour, I thought, hour number one. A lot of fantasy baseball discussion, getting ready for the weekend. We'll do the schedule coming up in just a little bit. My Sunday is going to be jam-packed with with budgets and fab and, and ad drops and all that good stuff. And all in the meanwhile, doing a live slow draft, best ball style. And uh, 
getting ready for a little Sunday on a, a little Sunday television here. We got a, got a lot going on here, and it's it, look. This is a good time of the year. We're we're heading towards college football. We're heading towards pro football, and uh, John Lobb's going to come on the show. We'll tell you how you can get all set up to be in our college football best ball league. Now, Sean, you're going to be in this. Are you, are you confirmed to be in our best ball college league? You're going to do this next Friday. You want to be a draftee? Yeah, I'll, I'll be in it if you want to put me in it. I'll I'll join. All right, so you're in it. So John will be in it. I'll be in it. You'll be in it. And we'll probably need about uh, uh, probably about nine others, I would say. I, I I think that we could probably knock that out. Uh, so let's kind of go through some of the the latest news going on in the NFL fantasy perspective. Le'Veon Bell uh, on I guess I saw this on Bleacher Report. I'm not sure who he told, so I apologize for not giving proper attribution there. But Le'Veon Bell says that he wished that he could have told his fantasy owners not to take him last year. Oh, yeah, a little too late for that. Thanks. Appreciate that. Can Ezekiel Elliott and Melvin Gordon do that now so we just know what the story is? It's so silly. Like, come on. Like, why even say that now? Like, what, so, so people will take him now? I I think Le'Veon Bell, said, like, on Twitter said that he wants everyone to take him again now. That's fine. Um, look, he's going to he go in the first round. And he wants draft. 500 yeah. carries. That's not happening. <laughs> no, never. Never. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, for me, I, I just think that that offensive line is rough. I, I, I mean, I passed on him in the draft that I just did. Ryan Khalil helps, though, at center. Yeah, that's true. Their offensive line is better with him, one of the best centers in the last 10 years. Speaking of offensive lines, Trent Williams of the Redskins. Can the Redskins just get any worse? I got to see what their season win total is and go under that, whatever that number is. I, I mean, they're predicting, I, I, from what I see, they're predicting Miami and Cincinnati to be worse than Washington? Like, how? What does Washington have that's any good? Do they have any good players whatsoever? Josh Norman. Deep... Yeah, but he's like at the end, man. Like he's a year away from us being taught him talk about at this time of trying to find a, a team, right? Right, Ryan Kerrigan. They're not going to be good, man. It's going to be a bad year for Washington. Geis, right? He's coming back Geis. off injury. Yeah, he's back. Yeah. Who's Washington's best receiver? <laughs> good question, right? <laughs> <laughs> Art Monk. Yeah, <laughs> Art Monk. Art Monk. They have wish. Still? Ricky Sanders. No. Sa- Santana Moss. Alex. Alexander Madison, now I remember him playing last year. I call him Alex. But Alexander Madison, Boise State, he was really good there. There's reports this morning on the St. Paul Pioneer Press that he looks really good. Now, keep in mind, everybody looks really good in in, uh, in training camp. But this just kind of snuck up on me that he's the handcuff to, uh, to uh, Dalvin Cook. I, I didn't realize that. May have to take a closer look at him in uh, in fantasy drafts because Cook has been a little injury prone here since he's been in the NFL. I don't recall Cook getting hurt at FSU at all, but uh, certainly I think that that's a player that's on the rise a little bit in terms of ADP. And then, yes, I will mention it, but I got to be honest with you, I didn't see a second of it. I didn't even give it five seconds last night. First NFL preseason goes off, and on Twitter, I just see people were so excited, and then there was just no talk for the for the next three hours about it. I heard the game was horrible. I don't know. I didn't see it. Uh, but Drew Locke was the story coming out of that game. People thought he looked awful and he struggled. It's his first year. It's a quarterback. Come on, guys. How many times we got to go over this? 
Sam Darnold is going to be good. He was not really good at the beginning of last year. Josh Rosen, I'm not sure if he's going to be good, but he was that. Rookies are very tough at any position in the NFL. The learning curve in the NFL is probably tougher than anywhere else. That college to pro thing is wild. So I would say don't overreact to some of this stuff, especially the preseason game. Remember, what kind of sample do we have right now in the NFL? We have a one-game preseason first-game Hall of Fame game where nobody plays, and people are reacting to that already. It just shows you how desperate people are to have uh, football back in their lives. Dynasty, sure, for this kid, but come on. First-year guy. How many quarterbacks in their first year are awesome? So few. Take a look at the stats. Take a look at the history. You know which quarterbacks are awesome in their first year in the NFL? The guys who could run. Because they just don't throw, and they run for their life, and they rush for like 800 yards. And then you know what they do the next year? Teams are like, oh, a little too much running. Don't run anymore. And then they're not so good anymore. <laughs> and that's the end of it. Sean, yes, you're right. Every single one of them. That's that's the deal. Does anybody go take a look at Michael Vick's first two or three games in the NFL? I was at one of them against the Dolphins. And then, hey, look, he had a great career. But when they run, they're fun. And they're great for fantasy. And then after that, not so much. Money we'll Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Now100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. The number 100.com. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice, we play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your 
car repair? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow, the number 100.com. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish here with you. Normally you hear Adam Rodas and Dr. Roto every day coming up at 2 o'clock Eastern, but today is a, uh, is a day that Adam gets off because of the flex draft coming up later today. He'll be involved in that, and certainly we'll look at the results. And, and Adam, it does feel like there's some sort of draft now every weekend from now right up until the end. You know, you had... The Scott Fish Bowl, and then you have the Raz Bowl and the Flex, and I'm sure that there's something next weekend and the weekend after that and the weekend after that and all the way through. But thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. It is definitely draft season now. Obviously, if you only play in a handful of leagues, you like to have your draft late August, early September, close to the season. You know, injuries, suspensions, holdouts, it seems, are always an issue. So, you know, I play at a multitude of leagues, and obviously a lot of the industry leagues do it a little bit early, kind of to give people an idea where players are going. So I know the ideal time for your big money leagues is probably late August, early September when you have some more information. But, you know, you do get some values. Like, I look back on the Scott Fishbowl now, and I got some really good values of players that are really moving up depth charts and and up to ADP. So there's benefits of drafting early and of course there's negative so you know if you play in a multitude of leagues i think it does benefit you to draft a little early for a couple of the leagues yeah i I think that that is the key like i would never do it in any kind of big money league i think there's just too much risk involved there and by the way too much luck involved there so i would tend to wait but i guess we could kind of start with that because in my big dynasty league that i'm playing in in my salary cap general managers league i have ezekiel elliott and you know how salary cap league dynasty leagues go. Like I'm banking on him this year. There's no recovering Adam for me if I don't have him this year. We don't play with kickers. We don't play with defense. We have these flex options, and so I'm gonna have to hope he plays because if he doesn't, I, I don't know how I recover. Honestly, that's a tough one. It really is. And you know, all this time you were thinking, yeah, they'll get it done. I know there was something from Jerry Jones today where he said this yeah. could on for months into the season. So. You know, it's posturing on both sides, negotiations. I think the Cowboys, they think they have a real shot at the Super Bowl this year. And we know that running backs are replaceable. We saw it last year in Kansas City. Damian Williams came in, did a fine job. But I don't see anyone on the roster right now that really can take over and do what Zeke does for the Cowboys. So I would think that they work this out. It's a tough spot because running backs... From an owner's perspective, I understand not paying running backs, but I, I'm on the player's side, man. I just it's, it's terrible. I mean, think about Zeke, okay? He's been in this league three years. He's proven to be one of the best backs in the NFL. So he's supposed to just go out there the next two years, add more wear and tear to his body, and who knows? He can get hurt any day. 
I mean, he deserves to get paid. Uh, I know it's a position where we're seeing the teams acknowledge it less and less, realizing that it's replaceable. But from a player's perspective, you know, I understand Zeke wanting to get paid. Let me ask you this because I, I threw this at Sean's way, and he—I don't—I don't want to say he disagreed with me, but he felt that. Uh, Zeke is the kind of guy that is eventually going to show up and start playing. And I was like completely the opposite, thinking like this dude is just going to sit no matter what the whole year. I think it could be a Le'Veon Bell situation. Now, look, we don't know, and, and I'll be candid, I do know players, but I don't know this player personally at all, Adam. So if you had to guess, do, could you see him sitting out the entire season and making that big of a stand on it? Because it does seem Gordon could go that route. We know that Bell went that route. Is there a chance you think that Elliott sits out the whole year, or do you think he comes back and plays? I would be surprised if he sat out the whole year. Uh, again, I think Dallas really wants him on the field. They have high aspirations for this team. So my guess is he does play, but it's always difficult to predict because I don't think many people thought Bell was going to sit out the whole year last year. No. I, I was looking back at some drafts. He was going 2-3-4 in like August and even mid-August. So... A lot of people expect him to play, and I think because of that situation last year, it's scaring people off. I have not seen Zeke drop yet. The latest I've seen him go in the Fantasy Football World Championships is five. So he really hasn't fallen yet. And we'll see. The next couple of weeks will really be revealing. I know Melvin Gordon has fallen. He's I've seen him go as late as the early third round. So I think people are more scared of him right now, but that could quickly change. I know August 6th is a key date uh, with something with the uh, – you know, a year of uh, torch free agency. So that's coming okay. up this week. So that that's a big day, I think. Adam Ronis is with us, and, and certainly Adam's involved in a lot of the industry and also his own fantasy baseball leagues as well. What did you make of the trade deadline, Adam, this past week? Did you did you think it was active, inactive? Uh, we, we definitely saw some very key interleague trade movements, which we haven't seen in years to pass in years past. So certainly that's on my radar for this week. But how did you make of it? Yeah, I think mono leagues, obviously, it happens every year. You, you you got some big names coming in. But as far as mixed leagues, I didn't think there was a ton that changed. I mean, we're going to see a few guys get some more playing time. I picked this guy up actually last week, uh, Josh Van Meter of the Reds. And he's yeah, I have him too. You got him too? Yeah, I have him too, yeah. You know what happened was uh, we talked about it on this show. Uh, I cut Matt Beatty and picked up Van Meter, and I was so miserable that I did it because then Chris Taylor got hurt. Right. And, and now it looks like, luckily, I made the right move there. Yeah, no, he's been good. He's probably going to get a lot of playing time against righties. I know he sat yesterday against the lefty. But, uh, you know, he's got eligibility uh, in some leagues at second, third, and outfield. So I was able to pick him up in uh, a GDD league, which is a 15-team league with a lot of people in the industry. Uh, and uh, a lot of people that you know, and uh, GST League, uh, two 15-team leagues. So I plugged them in, started them. I missed out on them in Tout Wars. I uh, wanted him there, but I didn't have a high enough bid. So I think he's a guy that's a winner. Obviously, with Yasiel Puig on, he's going to get mm -hmm. a lot of playing time. I, you know, I think we expected way more changes at the closer position. It's not really going to happen. I mean, Shane Green, okay, he closes, but he's already owned. I guess Joe Jimenez is the guy in Detroit. So mm. he's someone that might – he hasn't been good. You no. Know? <laughs> we keep waiting for him. And it, here's the thing, too. A lot of these teams, they're so bad. And we've said it before the year. Yeah, even on bad teams, you're going to get saves. But, man, Detroit is horrible right now. They are. You know, they lose Castellanos. So I don't know many, how many save opportunities there. Seattle's a real wild card. We thought – how about the people who were stashing Hunter Strickland? That, that was a good <laughs> Right. He got traded, too. Yeah. I, I, and the one that we were talking about, too, when I was with uh, Mike Waldo, was Colome. How, how does Colome not get traded from the White Sox? 
Yeah, that was stunning. I think everyone said he is gone. You know, everyone was picking a bummer over the last couple. Of I did him. Yeah, I mean, it was a smart move. You know, that's the one thing though. We speculate so much, and a lot of times we have no idea what's going to happen. Did anyone see Marcus Stroman going to the Mets? Did no. anyone see Trevor Bauer going to the Reds? No. No, no, and that's, and that, and that's definitely part of it. We're joined by Adam Ronis, uh, you know, here on the show. The other thing uh, that, that was kind of curious, and you know, certainly you're a Mets fan, so you follow them very closely, and they kind of went back all in it again. But what did you make of the Yankees, Red Sox, and Dodgers virtually doing nothing? With the Yankees, I'm stunned. I just don't see them winning in the playoffs with that starting pitching. I know they're so strong in the pen and the good offense, but. If you have to face a Houston team with Verlander, Cole, and now Granke, I mean, on paper, obviously, they're the clear favorite, and anything could happen in the postseason. But you don't want to go into a situation like that. The Red Sox, I thought, would at least address the bullpen. That has been a clear problem for them this year, and they did nothing. They're really banking on Eovaldi becoming a, a, a back-end weapon in that pen. And the Dodgers, yeah, I mean, the Dodgers are, are fine. I, I thought they could have added an arm in the bullpen. But remember... You know, they're going to – they can use Stripling in the bullpen. They could use Maeda. We'll see what Dustin May does tonight. So, you know, they the, the rotation shortens a little bit in the playoffs. So as long as they're healthy, you know, they can move some of those starters into more high-leverage roles in the bullpen. I, I would have liked to see them get an arm, like a Colome or something like that. But the Yankees were the biggest surprise. I really expected them to be active and get a starting pitcher. And uh, I think it's really going to hurt them come playoff time. Adam, good luck in the league today. Good luck in the Flex Leagues. Hopefully you come away with who you want, and uh, we'll catch you back on Full-Time Fantasy next week right here on FNTSY. Thanks again for coming on. appreciate it. No problem, Craig. Good luck to you and your drafts as well. Oh, thank you so much. All right, Adam, I'm going to say no drafts now. Uh, all right, Adam Ronis is with us, and he uh, you can hear him every day at 2 o'clock Eastern over on Full-Time Fantasy. And we'll be here until, oh, yeah, 2 o'clock today. So keep staying tuned to our show. All right, uh, coming up next, we're going to do the Major League Baseball slate. We'll take a look at the schedule for today, and then we'll talk to John Lobb about some college football. So stay tuned for that as well. More coming up on FNTSY Radio in just a couple of minutes. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our show, especially for those of you who are listening on iTunes. It's like a podcast, basically, where the show gets populated and sent to you every single day. Like, subscribe, and rate us. Tell you what you think of the show. We'll be back with more fantasy discussion. First some baseball, then some college football. Then we'll close it out for the week. Don't go away. money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. 
Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Are you single? Everyone's single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. Fantasy Football Frenzy. I'll still take Drake in the fifth round. Take him in the fifth, sixth. I think you're nuts. I'm down with it. You will be down with it. He, down he, in like eighth, ninth place. What do you mean? Down. He did it with split carries last year. <laughs> I don't care that it's a low-powered offense. David Johnson is on the Arizona Cardinals. So now you're comparing Kenyon Drake to David Johnson. No, I'm just saying that. Sounds he's, like a George. Didn't it sound like he's he was a, comparing He's him? on a bad team. I think Chris is fighting a lawyer case where he's quickly losing. Watch live weekdays 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern on the FNTSY YouTube channel. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Welcome back, Craig Mish here with you on Fantasy Sports Today. NFL season is now upon us. You can become the eighth person to win a million dollars in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament. Setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer or become one of the countless numbers of people who have won thousands of dollars playing in DFS using DailyRoto.com. If you're playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, then you're doing it wrong. Head on over and check out their tools for NFL, MLB, PGA, NBA, NHL, and sports wagering, or get access to all of them with the Daily Roto Elite Package. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. And you'll get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and use of the same Daily Roto lineup optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings. That's DailyRoto.com, promo code ACTION. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. And welcome back to the show. We got you here until 2 o'clock. Let's kind of take a look at the Major League Baseball schedule for today. All of the players who were traded will be in their new spots. And uh, now it's just basically two months till the end. 
two months to see who ends up in the postseason and uh, the exciting part of that and the World Series and everything going on there. Uh, Okay, so today in uh, baseball, we do have an afternoon game. So those of you who are getting ready to set daily lineups, get prepared for that. We got the Brewers and Cubs leading things off at 220 Eastern. Kyle Davies and Jose Quintana. Brewers uh, didn't do much on the deadline. Cubs added a couple of pieces. We, uh, we'll see how they kind of pan out the rest of the way, but definitely feel more confident in the Cubs than I do the Brewers for sure. Blue Jays and Orioles tonight. This is the game that we're going to take Sean. We're going to lock him in a room. We're going to put this game on. He's got to sit through it for three hours. Blue Jays don't even have a... There's not a choice. Blue Jays don't even have a starting pitcher for tonight. They've traded them all. Actually, I'd like to watch the Blue Jays. Vlad Jr., Bo Bouchette, what's not for life? (laughs) Uh, No, seriously, I want to see these kids play. Seriously, what do you normally do on Friday nights? What do I normally do? I mean, yeah, normally I'm like, out or, you know, restaurant or at a bar. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, there's but no I'll way watch. you're watching. Yo, you will not. No. Stop. Don't, don't, it, don't, don't, don't fake score. me out. I'll check the box score, though. All right, well, here, here. see, now that you said it, now you're in trouble. So tonight, <laughs> after the game, as yes. soon as it ends, you have to text me what you thought of the game. <laughs> see? Why, see? You did it. No, 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 no. You don't have that long. You don't have that long to, to wake up in the morning and realize that you didn't do it. All right, I'm a so the blue. Fan, though. Yeah, go ahead. No, I know, but this game sucks. I mean, come on. Agree. No Agreed. one is watching Agreed. this game. The Blue Jays' opening day starter was who? Was Stroman? He's gone. Aaron Sanchez? He's gone. Clayton Richard? He's gone. Matt Shoemaker? He's gone. <laughs> they just they just completely punted the season. It's nuts. Uh, Orioles will start. Uh... Oh man, uh, Orioles tonight. Let's see. Aaron Brooks is starting. Okay. And you don't want to play him in any fantasy league either. He's two and five with a five point four six earned run average. The Blue Jays are forty four and sixty seven on the season. Mets and Pirates tonight. Steven Matz and Trevor Williams. Mets are on this epic run here. We'll see if they can keep it going. Trevor Williams three and four with a four point seven seven ERA. Steven Matz six and six with a four point three two. White Sox and Phillies, Ivan Nova and Jason Vargas. Vargas six and five with a four point zero one. We'll see how he does in Philly. Ivan Nova six and nine with a five point two three. You know who's very hot? Our friend JT Realmuto. May have to get JT on the show next week as we uh, head toward football season. And maybe uh, he's big in football. I wonder maybe if he wants to talk about that. We'll see. Uh, White Sox, uh, we'll see how Mancata is. He's been a little bit banged up. Jose Abreu's having a nice year. How did the White Sox not trade Jose Abreu or Colome? Both guys free agents after the year. What in the world? No idea what they're doing. Red Sox, Yankees, that'll be the series of the weekend, as always. Although the Yankees have really pulled away in this thing. Eduardo Rodriguez, 13-4 and with a 4.12. James Paxton, 5-6 and with a 4.72 or in run average. Tonight, the Angels and Indians. Angels actually have an interesting starter tonight that I am familiar with. Dylan Peters is going to start tonight. The former Miami Marlin who was sent to the Angels in the offseason, so I certainly can speak to him. I'm a little intrigued, although how will Peters do with this revamped Indians lineup that includes Yasiel Puig now and Fran Mill Reyes? 
bottom line for me is that Mike Clevenger probably a better start in this one. But uh, I think Dylan Peters is a nice little pitcher. He could be okay. Not worried. Not too worried about his start tonight. Reds and Braves. Alex Woods been now off the injured list, and Reds had a chance probably to move him. They didn't do it. Braves will start Kevin Gossman. Gossman three and six with a five point nine seven. Alex Wood uh, three point eight six hard run average hasn't got much playing time. That's right. I mentioned the Indians before. Puig is suspended, so let me backtrack on that one. I just uh, reminded me of that. Uh, Braves sixty five and forty five on the season, having a great year. Twenty games over. Reds seven games under. Adam, I thought, brought up a good player there in Josh Van Meter. Interesting player to watch for the rest of the season. I have him, too. They also called up a kid named Aquino, an offensive player on the Reds. More of probably just an NL stash just to see what happens. But who knows? There's some opportunity there in the playing time in the outfield. Tigers and Rangers today. Detroit is only 40 games under 500, so they're just kind of hitting their stride at this point. Tyler Alexander starts for Detroit. Can't can't say that I would think that there would be a great recommendation in terms of him being an option, but his ERA is three point eight six. If that floats your boat, Lance Lynn thirteen and six with a three point eight three earned run average. Uh, Texas is fifty four up and fifty four down. Mariners and Astros tonight. We know that the Astros are going to be jacked up rest of the season. Who in the world will close for Seattle? Corey Gearin? They have no one. Uh, Kikuchi starts for Seattle. What a disappointing year he's had. Four and seven with a five point two one. Wade Miley nine and four with a three point oh six earned run average. Royals and Twins tonight. I had a good look at the Twins over the last few days. They look like a good team. Martin Perez eight and four with a four point three eight. Sparkman three and seven with a five point two five earned run average. Whit Merrifield stayed put for Kansas City, so we'll obviously uh, see him back at a Royals uniform for the rest of the season and next year. Giants and Rockies, Sean Anderson and uh, Lambert are the starters there. Anderson 3-3 with a 5.06. Lambert 2-2 with a 5.67. Both teams were relatively quiet at the deadline, although I thought the Giants made a nice move by dumping some of that uh, contract of Mark Melanson. So good move by them. Nationals and Diamondbacks. The Nats are starting Joe Ross tonight, 0-3 with a 9.85. They're just waiting for Mad Max to come off that injured list. Second time he's been on there. They're saying that maybe he could be back next week, but we'll see. Robbie Ray, 9-7 and seven with a 3.91. Washington is six games over 500. The Diamondbacks, of course, making those trades are a game under. Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the player who they just traded for, Zach Gallen, is going to make his debut for Arizona this weekend, so I will check that one out for sure. Padres and Dodgers, why is this interesting tonight? Well, Noah Gingergaard starts for the Dodgers. As as tonight, it will be the major league debut of Dustin May, six foot six, one hundred and eighty pound starter, who has been pretty dominant in terms of strikeouts in the minor leagues. More than a strikeout per nine, and that's always what you want to see coming into a season. Six and five, three point three eight earned run average. Doesn't really uh, doesn't really walk too many guys either. Good whip. I would expect there a, a chance to be some good success there, and and obviously pick him up in every league. Wonder kind of where Dustin May is on the pecking order in terms of all these other guys that are going to be available in the NL. May tonight will face off with the San Diego Padres. Boy, they just kind of went in a tailspin, didn't they? As Eric Lauer starts for them tonight. Lauer is 
five uh, five and eight with a four point five two earned run average, and that is the baseball slate for today. Let me give you just kind of the latest as to what's going on in the worlds of both baseball and football. The White Sox called up Matt Scoley from the minors. It looks like they have punted uh, or gotten rid of A.J. Reed. So A.J. Reed's days with the White Sox are done, although I thought he did a good job pitching the other day, A.J. Reed. Maybe he can become a pitcher. Uh, they have their catcher, Wellington Castillo, the White Sox going on the the paternity list. So those of you who have Wellington Castillo, who's okay as a catcher, get him out. They've called up Sebi Savala. So uh, he's going to be the catcher there. Ben Zobrist is going to be back with the White Sox probably next week. The Rangers announced that Jose LeClerc will get a chance to be a closer again for them. So that's good news there. Isaiah Kiner-Falefa also on uh, Texas provides a lot of different position eligibility, by the way. And with his Drupal Cabrera designated for assignment, I would get a, uh, probably look at him as an opportunity to play. Fort Worth Star-Telegram also says Danny Santana could play third base, so interesting for them. Remember, Texas has not been as bad as some people thought, and now they have no Cabrera and no Gallo for the rest of the year. So definitely some opportunities for some other people to play in those leagues. Don't forget, 24-7, you can download this show just by going to any of the apps where you hear podcasts, including our very own website, fantasysportsnetwork.com, the FNTSY app, also available on Stitcher and iTunes, as well as audioboom.com. To listen to our show live every day, all you need to do is go to our website, fantasysportsnetwork.com. You can click on me, my face, my show, and just hit the play button. Or what you can do is download the TuneIn or iHeartRadio apps and listen live each day. We are broadcasting 24-7 on our Fantasy Sports Network there as well. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll come back. We'll talk some college football with John Lobb, the gridiron scholar. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today. I'm Craig Mish, and we'll be right back. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Talent, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They 
They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. The morning after. LeBron uh, being the above-it-all type of guy that isn't bothered by this type of stuff, of course, has uh, tweeted, All right, all right, enough is enough. The throne has been played with too much. I ain't for horseplay. <laughs> Ether coming soon. The throne? Who the hell you think you are? What, you think this is Game of Thrones? You think winter's coming? Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back, Fantasy Sports. Today, here on the show, it's time to mix in some college football along with our pro football. And who better to talk about that with our good friend, John Lobb, the gridiron scholar. Now, uh, we're getting ready for college football season, John, and I'm thinking over at Fantrax, it's time for us to do a little uh, best ball draft, college style. We're getting close enough to do it, I think, in college. Pro, come talk to me in a couple of weeks. But college, I'm getting ready, John. How you doing? Oh, I'm fired up. It's only 22 days until the kickoff, and, you know, it's exciting. Now, that's what we call week zero, but so the real season starts the following Thursday, which is about 25 days away, but I am fired up now. I've been studying college football for the last six weeks hardcore, so I feel pretty good about the upcoming season. Well, uh, let's talk format here, and we're thinking we're going to do this next Friday. What do you think that the – optimal format is because we know john that between ending our fantasy baseball leagues and starting our fantasy football leagues that putting in time in college is tough so the best ball format like the one we did last year i think is good but how do you kind of figure in to some of the way that you you would set up the formatting for this sure so i like the best ball that's a great way to do it especially if you want to learn how to do it with a minimal investment, like getting a $5 best ball league, and you just want to learn all the teams and the players. However, if you do want to become a little more emerged in it, I would definitely jump into a league, you know, 12 teams. I would make it a half-point PPR scoring, so you don't necessarily, you know, make the wide receivers so much more valuable than the running backs. Definitely always play a two-quarterback format. Remember, there's 130 quarterbacks. And even in a two-quarterback format, there's still players available on the waiver wire. So I always suggest playing the two-quarterback format and two quarterback format and add at least one flex position. So your starting lineup should be about nine players. Mm. 
and just play one league. You know, I mean, I get up on Saturday mornings, you know, and it takes me about an hour to set my lineup. And and so uh, when you're setting your lineups and for people who are playing not in the best ball but the other, is it matchup-based? Is it player-based? Because I feel like there's so much talent to choose from, John, in these things as opposed to any other leagues. NFL, Major League Baseball, you mentioned it, 130 college quarterbacks. I mean, it's it's insane how many teams there are. Yeah, so I actually have like a kind of a three rules that I look for, and that's a great question. So I learned this from playing DFS baseball over the years. I'm always going to start with the over-under. In college football, you're going to see games where, believe it or not, if you're not familiar, you're going to be a 72 over-under. You might have, Mm -hmm. yeah, you might have Houston at Memphis. So if I have a quarterback who's on the waiver wire or on my bench and I see a 72 over-under, you can almost guarantee that I'm putting him into the lineup. The second one, I want a point spread that is within seven points. If I see, sometimes you'll get like Alabama versus, I don't know, let's say Charlotte. If that's a 50-point spread and that's possible, there's, I'm not going to put in the starter because they're likely to be pulled in the second half of the game. So you're not going to get four quarters of production. And I know it's going to sound silly, but in college fantasy football, home team means a lot. Sometimes we forget that these are young men between the ages of, you know, 18 and 21. And when you're going on the road, you are in class, theoretically, until Thursday. You get on a plane. You play Saturday morning on another, you know, in another state. I tend to lean towards the player who's got the home crowd especially when I do it with underclassmen, I like to bench underclassmen on the road in general. So those are three ways that I look for who to start. John Lobb is with us, a gridiron scholar. You can catch his rankings over at at Fantrax. He brings up some really good points. Although I will say, John, that a lot of those those big point spreads usually occur, obviously, at the beginning of the season before – they get into conference play. Um, and, and speaking of that, you mentioned one of the conferences. Uh, I believe they call it the American Conference now. Is that the one where <laughs> the Memphis plays? Yeah, is that right? Yes. Okay. Yep, absolutely. The and American then, Athletic Conference. Right. And then the other conference that I would say, really two other conferences where they load up on points now, and, and we saw a total in the 80s last year, was the PAC. The Pac-12 had an Oregon game, I think, against uh, maybe <laughs> Texas Tech, was it? Where, where I it was, believe it was. was. 80, like, yeah, where it was in the 80s. And, and then also the Big 12 has it, too. And so, I mean, does that deter you from taking players in the SEC and the ACC? Or do you just, when you're doing it these formats, you got to just load up on those conferences where the points are scored? That is an awesome question. So I always talk about the defensively challenged conferences, and you absolutely nailed the three of them. Now, while I enjoy staying up late on the East Coast and watching the Pac-12 football, there are definitely a bounty of points scored in those games. So how I attack my draft, in the first five rounds, I'm not going to really focus on the conference so much. So if I get a player from Alabama in round two or three, that's okay if they're going to have a tougher schedule per se. But when I'm in those middle of rounds, and I know you know, and even in NFL fantasy football, you win titles, in my opinion, between rounds 6 and 11. Same thing holds true in college fantasy football. And to me, that's where I want to attack 
the defensively challenged conferences. I want to get wide receivers on SMU in round six because they might be ignored. Or, you know, a quarterback on Cincinnati in round 12 because their schedule's really easy. So that's a very good point, Craig. John Love is with us. We're talking fantasy football here. Um, both, uh, in college style. John, uh, we, we, last or a couple weeks ago, we talked about some of the players. Uh, has anything happened in terms of college that you would move a player up and down in terms of ADP, or has it pretty much been the same for you? I'm looking at the rankings here. It seems similar to where it was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I updated my rankings, um, I believe, over the weekend. Yeah, they were published on Monday. And there are minor tweaks because the camps have really just opened up. And I have to spend a lot more time, as you just, you know, there's 130 teams. And the tidbits aren't like the NFL. You know, it takes a little bit longer. But I'll tell you, one player who has moved up an incredible amount in my book, Spencer Sanders, the quarterback at Oklahoma State. The reports coming out are just giddy on this young man's arm. Now, we love Mike Gundy's system for the Cowboys. Now, I was a little bit reluctant because, you know, there is a floor, and I've been burnt in the past when I take these young players. They ascend into good systems, but they're just not ready for it. But Sanders, the reports are so glowing. I'm going to move him up now. He was always in a two-quarterback league. To me, he was one of your second quarterback. I am, I'm going to be moving them all the way up to, like, number 14 at the quarterback position. So as those nuggets come in, I will move players up. But it's not as dramatic as the NFL, per se. John Lobb is with us. So going back to our, our draft, which uh, you can hear live next week. We'll uh, knock it out next Friday here on the show, and we'll get you ready for the college football season, which is starting in just a couple of weeks. By the way, John, uh, I'm a Gator, so I cannot wait, man. One of the first <laughs> games, Florida against Miami coming up in a few weeks. I'm very, very pumped for that. Uh, so so how many teams do you think, John, should be in this thing, and how will we do the draft order? And and um, and make, and, and we, we're going to need your help here, I think, filling this thing up as well, if you don't mind. Absolutely. I think we should do a best ball because let's get people used to it. Let's put a little skin in the game. I know, let's do like a 5 or $10. Oh, entry. yeah. We got to do it that way. Got to be doing yeah. it that way. Yeah. I agree with you, Craig. And that way the people are more guaranteed to show up. So I think w w what we'll do is use the standard best ball format on fan track. You know, we'll call it the Craig and John Invitational. We'll set it up so maybe you come on at noon. So I was thinking we could start about 1130. So if you want, I mean, it's really up, but like maybe we have some rounds in the draft so that, you know, you have a flow to it. And then whenever okay. you want to come on and whenever you want to come on, you know, maybe we'll be in round six or seven. I'll post it uh, from my Twitter address, the people who want to sign up. Hopefully it'll be all our listeners and followers. And let's fill up a 12 man league. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. I look forward to it. And yeah, a little skin in the game would be good just to keep people uh, involved, you know, over the course of the whole year. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the way that this works is you can't touch your team, right? It's just basically accrued every week and that's it, correct? Yeah, yep, perfect. You just said it and forget it. And it is a really good way to dip your toes into the CFF if you don't want to do the weekly management. Hey, see what the players are, learn who the players are. If you don't finish in first place and study who does to see how the teams came out, I mean, you know, I could give you a hint. You should draft three quarterbacks in a best ball college fantasy format because they do go down a lot. Right. And, and so what, what happens when a guy gets hurt? It just automatically the guy gets put in? That's basically it? Uh, 
I just, just if a guy gets hurt, you lose that player for the season or the game. So that's why, like a quarterback with the bye weeks, and if you notice, college fans, college football, most teams have two bye weeks. So why, why I suggest three on a college fantasy football roster? If you get an injury to your quarterback, you can't replace him. Uh, so then okay. you, then yeah, then you might have a guy on your bye week. So you're only going to get the points who are available from your one starter. If you only have two, that's going to really make it difficult, especially if your one guy's on the, um, you know, he's on a bye week that week. Interesting stuff. Well, John, you know what? We'll uh, we'll get this ready for next week, and uh, I, I'm I'm thinking next Friday. I'm thinking a week from today, August 9th, which puts us two weeks before the college football, less than two weeks before the college football season starts. I think that's the way we'll uh, we'll do this. We'll give people an idea of it. We'll do a nice little promotion for it next Friday, and we'll and we'll cover it. You know, we'll check in with you throughout the season and see how people are doing. So sounds good to me, my friend. Thank you so much, by the way, John, for helping me out with it. Really appreciate it. Okay. Oh, you're welcome. And you know what? I'm kind of bullish on Felipe Franks, the quarterback for the Gators. I think he's sneaky good this year. I hope so. I hope so. That's mu- <laughs> that, that's music to my ears. You know what? What's happened, John, is through the years doing fantasy is you lose a lot of your and and by the way in media too obviously you know that I'm I'm heavy in the media you yeah. lose a, you lose a lot of your rooting and your passion for teams because uh, being in the media you're supposed to be impartial that's first and then second of all you're rooting more for the players than you are your teams the only thing John that I really pull for every week is the Gators winning you know like that's it like ev- other, anything else is just did they cover? Did my fantasy team do well? And that's basically <laughs> it. You know, so, um, yeah, so the Gators are important to me. Felipe Franks, uh, I hope, does have a good year. And certainly he looked much better last year under Dan Mullen than he did under McIlwain the first year, which is strange because McIlwain's supposed to be a quarterback's coach. But story for another day. <laughs> Thanks yeah. again, John. Appreciate you coming on, man. Have yourself a great weekend. We'll talk early next week, okay? Excellent. Good luck, my friend. All right, John Love, Gridiron Scholar on uh, Twitter, Fantrax. You can get his rankings, and and we'll post those too. So those of you who are in the draft can follow along as well. I think we'll have a lot of fun doing this next week. I can't wait. Um, we'll weigh in on it. Uh, Sean, you have an opinion on, on something here? I'm sorry. I just miss, missed your uh, DM here. No, I was just commenting on what you said about being a fan and then covering sports for oh, a yeah. and how it's yeah. – yeah, Ruined. Yeah, it ruins Ruined. It. Fantasy especially, yeah. yeah. And gambling is going to ruin it even more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. uh, look, first of all, gambling makes everything great. I'm not I, – I am a huge proponent of wagering. By the way, uh, th- this coming Tuesday night, I do my first wagering live stream over on uh, Fantasy Alarm, Wager Alarm. Don't think for a second that I ain't into this. My podcast is uh, wagering sponsorship and all that. But that being said, it does, it does take your fandom out of the equation without a doubt. You root for the team that covers – Maybe not for your favorite team. I grew up being a Raiders fan, and uh, and now I root for, uh, you know, whoever is on the team to score <laughs> or cover. That's it. All right, let's take a quick timeout. Exit Velocity is coming up next, and then oh, I'll have a nice, relaxing 24 hours. We'll be right back here on Fantasy Sports Today. 
on FFP. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable, you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. They need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Fantasy Sports of the Day with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. It's the final segment of the week. Yes, it is a wrap for our week uh, today. And we'll be right back here on Monday. And as a reminder here, starting next week, we're going to shift our coverage a little bit. Not a lot. Not a lot. Just a little bit. We're going to shift over to an hour of baseball, an hour of football every day. And by the way, if something happens in baseball, we'll cover it in hour two. And if something happens in football, we'll cover it in hour one. We're not going to be held to uh, specific coverage. But since I am one of the very few people in our industry still even talking about baseball, I want to make sure that you guys still have a home to have that discussed. It is not time to quit on it. But I do think that 
it is time to uh, start diving in more into football a little bit. So next Friday, we'll have our college draft. Okay, let's end the show with a little exit velocity. I feel the need. The need for speed. Ow! Exit velocity. I will say that ending the show with a little exit velocity today, there is one thing on my mind that's been on my mind since I saw the story break from Ian Rappaport about an hour ago. I I mean, look, my Dynasty League is $500 a a year entry. This is not cheap, okay? There's a lot of money at stake here. And I have Ezekiel Elliott. I have David Johnson, too. But, I mean, my backup option, my third option at running back is like Kalen Balaj. Like, I, I don't have a lot. I need to have two running backs. Ezekiel Elliott needs to play for me this year. Please, Zeke. Like, uh, I mean, don't sit out the whole year. Like, these fantasy football seasons are being ruined. Basically, this will mean in the last five years, think about this, in the last five years, we've had a player suspended for a year in Adrian Peterson that was a first-round pick. Right? We've had a player who was basically out for the year after game one in David Johnson. Right? We had Le'Veon Bell sitting out the whole year. Melvin Gordon. Zeke Elliott. What is the point of even a first round? We may as well just throw these names in a hat and pick them, honestly, at this point. You want analysis? This is luck, what's happening in fantasy these days. Thanks again to John Lobb for coming on the show and Adam Ronis and Michael Waldo. Thank you guys all week long for listening to this show and putting up with me and all of my quirkiness. Thank you to Sean for his production all week long as well. Full-time fantasy is next. I'm Craig Mish. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'll talk to you on Monday. See ya.